gonna be you whip the titty out at Sephora and okay. you say color match. Yeah, match that shit. Okay. <laughs> Did I stutter? Looks like you've officially entered the group chat with your best friends. My name is Ali Pintucci, and this is the Unfiltered Podcast, the place where we leave the heavily filtered world of social media to talk about anything and everything uncensored. From personal wellness to entrepreneurship, spirituality, sex, surviving breakups, and hilarious girl talk in between, this is the space for important conversations that women should be having with their best friends. So pour yourself a glass of whatever makes you feel good, sit back, and join me as I navigate adulthood with real, unfiltered conversations. You know how I have naturally curly hair, right? Uh-huh. So I've been following all these beautiful people on Instagram and trying to get a technique down because I've wrecked my curls from blow-drying it so much. Mm-hmm. Hold and- on. What do you mean blow drying it so much? You didn't have a blow dryer. Oh, until not, like sorry, two not blow drying. I'm not blow dryer. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? The no blow drying it with the strip, but straightening it as I blow dry it with the with the blow brush. You guys need to know that literally, honey only bought a blow dryer um, about two months ago. <laughs> like, I was like, how the fuck are you thirty years old <laughs> and you don't have a blow dryer? But anyways, because I oh, I just all I just I don't know I I have no excuse for that. So. I've been following these Instagrammers, the curly hair people on Instagram, and I've been literally once a week, I try to do what they do, and my hair never looks like theirs. There's something wrong. And what is this Denman brush? Have you heard of the Denman brush? Honey, I wash my hair every two fucking weeks. People think (laughs) I put a lot of effort into my hair. This is my hair. I slept on it. Yeah, like when, and that looks great. I have pinned straight pin straight dead hair not dead but like it's dead straight mine is a wild demon and i do think though that i want to start embracing my curls like i want to start wearing them they do look some days they look phenomenal but i i I don't know i've tried so many products all these routines i have a fucking blow dryer for the first time and nothing's working i'm getting pissed okay Here's the theory. Again, I'm not the hair expert, so we know who to consult on this. But honey K. <laughs> honey K. Maybe it's not working because you're just now starting to embrace the natural hair and you have to undo yeah. some hair training that you've caused. Like, who knows? Like maybe these girls have been doing that forever and they've trained their hair. Like, ever try and tra- like go from a side part to a middle part? Can't do that shit overnight. <laughs> You're going to have a cowlick for weeks. It's fair. Yeah. So I don't know that I'm not giving you advice because I could be completely wrong. I do have to train them. I do have to train them. I'm just getting frustrated because it's like, it's kind of like when you cut your hair too short and then there's that really awkward in between. We all know what we're talking about. And then you just, you you think you you look terrible. You you hate your hair. you get extensions? Yeah. And then you get extensions. Like, honey, here we are. Almost a year later. (laughs) But it's like, I don't want to have all these terrible bad hair days (laughs) although i do think with curly hair it's pretty hard to have a bad hair day because no matter what your hair looks like when it's curly people like oh you have such nice hair oh you know that instagram thing that's going oh you do (laughs) (laughs) anyways so i think i might go to uh nordstrom's got some good good hair hair products that uh i've been reading and 
seen on reels and stories and stuff for curly hair for curly hair yeah so i might go i might go Nordstrom sells orabe and i'd like to go uh do they yeah they've sold orabe for a while and i got excited because i only use goldwell and kms that's the stuff that kara's made me use forever and goldwell bought out orabe um a year ago two years ago a while ago oh and I thought that would have meant they would have started carrying Orbe in the salon, but they don't. Um, which is also fine because yet. Um, I think it's a different buying process, though. I think that I don't. I'm not going to put words into Kara's mouth. I can't. There was a reason why they didn't carry it, and I don't oh. know. If, I think it might have been a different buying process or whatever mm. it was. But it's for the best because that shit's expensive. Like that dry shampoo is like seventy five bucks. No. Having said that, I got a full size bottle of that dry shampoo back when I was subscribed to Fit Fab Fun Fab Fit Fun Fit. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Fuck. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> fit Fab Fab Fit Fun. That fab fucking fit. Instagram box that yeah. every bitch has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fab Fit Fun. Yeah. I, I fell for it. And I was subscribed for a while. The problem is I just started acquiring all these products and I started getting all these PR boxes and I said, this is it. I don't, I don't actually need anything that's being sent to me, but the one good thing I will say about fab fit, fit, fab fun, whatever it's called. It's designed like any subscription box. If you, it's to discover products. Mm. So you, you, with that program, you got to customize, you got to pick things, um, and then if you love something, you're like, oh my God, now I just found my new favorite product. That's how I um, fell in love with the shampoo or not the shampoo, the dry, dry shampoo. Mm. And it was a full bottle in there, a full size freaking bottle Shit. of that. How much is the monthly? Not realizing um... you, I think you get your, it's not monthly actually. I think it's quarterly. You oh, get okay. a seasonal box. That's like really good. Or something. The products you get in there are really good, but you know me, I don't actually need any products, especially because I don't put d- a different shit in my hair and I don't put really anything on my face right now. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, why do I actually need this box other than to acquiring more things? Yeah. But that's how I started. That's how I discovered the Orbe dry shampoo and everyone was raving about it. And I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then I put it on. First of all, it lasted forever. Second of all, it's the best dry shampoo I've ever tried in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like I would go buy a second bottle compared to like what the Batiste that's $12 that fucking spray paints baby powder into your eyeballs. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Beauty finds in the city is a hot topic. I used to go to uh, Winners and Home Sense and get my dry shampoo and I stopped that real quick. Yeah. I was told not to buy any beauty products. What a cute little fucking puppy outside my window. Oh, I thought you saw a guy again. What a floof. I was told not to buy any beauty, hair, skin, nothing from Winners. Because it's old? Something about old or something being wrong with it that it didn't make the cut to, like, get on the, like... But then I think, but then why are they allowed to sell it at Winners? And, like, how, what's so bad about buying hairspray mm. from Winners? You know, what could be so, so bad about that? Anyways, so... So you're going to take a trip to Nordstrom is what you're saying. Honey. That's what I got out of this. The yeah. honeys are going shopping. Honey. You know how... <laughs> You know how we do at Nordstrom. Although the pandemic has really cramped our Nordstrom shopping style. Well, which brings me to my next point. (laughs) 
I did a press event. Speaking of press events, I did a press event this week. They're so weird now. You get a Zoom call and instead of going to like an event, which would probably be at Nordstrom or some cute little thing in the city, it's like everyone's on Zoom and all these girls dress up. Like once you go into like the fashion beauty world, like these girls come to the Zoom in the nines and I'm like. But you can only see like here up, really? Oh, not a bad thing. They just looked good. I, however, didn't look good. And here's the best part. Behind me, I had hung a photo up to finally take some of the white space off my wall because uh-huh. <laughs> I've been sitting in this empty room forever. Oh, God. <laughs> Mid-Zoom, thank God for me, it just comes <laughs> crashing down. <laughs> and I'm like, don't look back, don't look back. But I could see it, and all you see on my face on Zoom is like this. <laughs> and I was like, I really hope no one saw that. But I was, I think, the first person on the Zoom call so I stayed kind of in the front center of the screen. I don't know how people had their gallery set up, but I was just dying. Oh, my Anyways, God. so it was a company called Parfum de Marly. Okay. And obviously French. And they sent over all these cute little boxes and all these samples of their scents. And some of their signature lines are like actual Ooh. really nice little travel size bottles yeah and their new fragrance they sent this big really nice rose bottle with my initials on it cute so cute so point i'm getting to because people are listening like why do i give a fuck about what you're talking about buying perfume is a very big investment and i would say on average you're you're gonna spend three to five hundred dollars on a bottle if you're going to, you know, buy a nice brand of perfume or $500, $600 if you buy Tom Ford fucking fabulous. But anyways, it's a whole other topic. Um, honey. I'm not saying nothing. One, this is my perfume. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They sent me nine cents. Nine nine jesus i think i fell in love with like six of them amazing that's unheard of yeah because you do like a very specific smell the vetiver like what is very... it vetiver 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 is that the one that yeah. you like that no it has to have uh is it myrrh oh myrrh m-y-r-r-h I don't know. Pretty sure that's the one. Well, there was something that is was... it myrrh? Because when I think of myrrh, I think of like Jesus and the disciple, right? you know, whoever the shepherds. I think and it's... they bring in baskets of things. That... Oh, I thought it was vetiver. There is like something that no, it wasn't sandalwood. It was something that was there was a common denominator in a lot of the scents. It was myrrh. Smelling. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyways, I like the musky, sultry, sexy, like walking by, you're like, damn, who smells like that? Kind of yeah. like the androgynous. Could be male, could be female, you don't know, but it's sexy. It's more of like an evening scent for sure. Right. Anyways, so point of the story is Honey and I like to go <laughs> sample shopping <laughs> at Nordstrom. But hear me out. That's super important with buying a scent. You, It's not really common to buy a scent on the spot. You want to wear it for a week. You want to see how it wears. You want to mm-hmm. see how it smells on your skin because it might smell different on you versus me. Like, remember that one time the waitress came over to our table at Parlor and I was like, what are you wearing? Yeah. And she said, Armani light blue. And I was like, I put that on me and it smelled like poo. 
and but also it smelled amazing on and, her. And when you're at the store, you can't spray multiples on you. No, it just gets overwhelming. Yeah. So Nordstrom has a great little sample program. They'll make you tiny little bottles or you make them yourself like we do. And <laughs> we leave with a bunch of perfume and we decide which one we like. That's how I fell in love. I just knew I wanted fucking fabulous. Thank God they came out for the travel sizes because that full bottle price is just absurd. Anyways, so this brand is carried at Nordstrom. Mm -hmm. I think we need, we're due for a little sample. So there's a few, there's a few things. You weren't totally transparent about the sample train that we get on and it's not, that's not what we do. (laughs) That's not what we do at all. (laughs) We will, we will sometimes, if, if we have to ask, then we will ask the associate that oh, is working come on honey the little bottles are literally there for you to make them <laughs> yourself or else they would not be out on display honey we take lotion we take primer we take don't we take uh what is it uh foundation and gotta test it out gotta test it out we take samples and i'm not talking like you're telling me you're gonna just go buy a hundred dollar primer and you don't know what it, it no it feels like on your i think we take about a hundred dollars worth of sample products each that's how, <laughs> <laughs> that's how much we take uh, that's what we're not being transparent about i'm not walking in out with three samples and a primer i'm walking out with about eight or nine hot tom ford creed chanel samples plus I YSL primer. when we started then shopping not shopping sample shopping for samples for honey adam when we pretended <laughs> he was our boyfriend <laughs> granted they were for him they were it still it was still fun anyway they're like oh what about this for him and we're like mm, no he's not that kind of guy <laughs> And they're like, like what? We have nothing better to do on a Thursday. <laughs> they're probably like, what kind of swinger shit is happening here? You're smelling something. You're like, no. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is him. You're like, no, that's not him. <laughs> One thing I need to clarify with this, though, and this is the important part of this story, is that we don't go in with the intention of like, let's see what we can take. No. We no. actually take our time to just go through. It's like, if we want to shop, okay, let's go. We need to explore all of our options. That's right. But the comical part after is when we were just sitting outside, we were just like talking and we were sitting on the bench and I was like, Kim, I'm going to see what, what samples I got. <laughs> oh, yeah. And at that moment, we both realized and... <laughs> how did we get so many samples it's like we had done a full sample haul and we were just dying i was like how are we even allowed back in there like it seemed it seemed like robbery or something um so that will forever be one that specific day i don't want people i don't want you guys thinking like we do this every week it was just that one specific day that just sent us we were laughing so hard we start getting flagged by nordstrom (laughs) yes yeah we're not they like... take our coats and we beat when we come in <laughs> yeah no we're not that bad we've only done it we've only done the sample thing a couple of times that like like that like it, it's not a common thing okay it's just yeah okay here's a sample time. confession um what trip was i on maybe i was in portland i just forgot to bring my perfume so i was like i'm just gonna go grab a little sample yeah. of fucking fabulous. you told me about that you were in la i think <laughs> and you had a meeting to go to <laughs> i was like oh i'll just go get a sample it's fine <laughs> i remember when we went to go to uh there's a perfume that i wanted for 
five years now. It's the exclusive Chanel collection at Holt Renfrew. And I remember I was telling you about it. And I was like, honey, we got to go. We got to go. Like, we we got to go. And because I, I would go get a sample of it, like maybe every six months. And then it would be like a treat if I wore it for a day. <laughs> and like only wore it on Just special occasions. Just scamming Chanel one sample at a time. And we go there. And I'm I like, can't. <laughs> you were even walking beside me. You were down the escalator already marching oh, like yeah. full speed ahead. Oh yeah. And I would buy the I would buy this perfume, but the bottle's five hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm not spending five hundred dollars on this perfume. So we go there and I look at honey and I go, Look, I love this scent so much that I'm gonna be personally offended from anybody that talks negatively about it. So I'm preparing myself. So I look at honey and I go, if you have nothing nice to say. Don't say anything at all. <laughs> you're going to smell it. Actually, I have it on If you have nothing nice to say, you're not going to say anything at no. all. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and I made her smell the it. ladies in- think we're insane. Yeah, like insane. Insane. But um, I'm yeah, not the biggest Chanel funny. scent fan. Oh, like, see. Some Ooh. of them are nice. Yeah. Some of them are nice, but they're not the blow me away to want to spend that kind of money on perfume. I think it's a very cool. Oh, I don't want to say grandma. No, but it's definitely an old, refined, older lady, classy yeah, bitch. Classy and bitch. I kind of want to be like, I want a sultry, sexy smell. And that's fair. I've been wearing Chanel. Chanel doesn't have one of those for women. At least I Not haven't. Co- maybe they just don't. Coco? I don't know. Huh? They don't sit well on me. There's two things about, three things I'll say about Chanel, and then we'll stop talking about her, is that. Uh, I've been wearing it since I was 13 years old. Chanel started out with Chanel. No, full bo- <laughs> full bottles. <laughs> full bottles. I've worn pretty much almost every scent except for the number five. Uh, when people think of me, they think of Chanel. And my boyfriend, who's immaculate, got me the $500 perfume for Valentine's Day. And I've been wearing it every single day. Who said he didn't want to spend the money on the Valentinos? Mm, that's <laughs> great. But you know what? He Those are shoes. With us. He's got a consult. <laughs> he's he got a consult. He got me my Listen, $500 perfume. And we love him for it. Yeah. It's immaculate. We it's love immaculate. him for it. He remembered. He went out. He bought it. He showed up. We yeah. love it. He put it in his notes. But how many times do I have to say before you buy anything designer, you consult the honey? Okay, well, if he said to you... What would you have picked? The shoes or the Chanel perfume? I would have picked the Chanel. I would have never wanted him to spend that money on the shoes. I felt so guilty he spent that money on the perfume. You would feel more guilty for the shoes over the perfume when you'd have your shoes your entire life. And you're going to be getting more samples of that perfume. In the year. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to start. I understand the logic yeah, here, but you got to understand. There's one. There's two places in Canada that sell that perfume. I can only go to one and of you them. You best believe they're fucking flagged. <laughs> they're flagged. In this moment in time, it is not me. I am Mrs. Inglésias. <laughs> Ma'am, we just gave you a sample. I no speak no English. <laughs> My name is Maria. My name is Maria. I I do want those shoes. Don't get me wrong. You're not wrong. But where the where the hell am I going to wear those shoes right now? So you where where are you wearing your Chanel perfume right now? Every day. I wear it every day, and I smell immaculate. 
<laughs> yeah, you, uh, you and I both know if you got those Valentinos, we would be going out and you'd be wearing them. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's just that. That's just that. Maybe one day I'll get the. Maybe one day I'll get the shoes, but we're gonna get the shoes. A hundred percent. Now. 100%. I have another, I have a little bit of a, I have a weird bone to pick. Not a weird, it's not a weird bone to and pick. And then we're going to go back to samples. Oh, do you have more about the samples? Well, no, I'm just going to, no, you just go pick your bone. Oh, this has nothing to do with anything. It's okay. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you know how we asked the people what they wanted us to talk about or what they talk about with their girlfriends. Okay. Uh-huh. Why do so many of you talk about shit with your girlfriends? What is with that? What so, do you mean shit like pooing? Yeah. What is up with that? Oh. <laughs> like why? 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 I don't. Yeah, there were a lot of poo requests. We yeah. don't talk about poo. I don't know I, if it's just me. I don't. But none of my friends really do either. No, I mean we don't. None of my none of my group group. Gr- okay, I just stuttered. <laughs> <laughs> none of my girlfriends do. <laughs> Um, what were other things on the list? A lot of you honeys wanted to talk about sex toys. We could talk about yep. sex toys. Mm-hmm. A lot of honeys wanted us to talk about vaginas, yes. titties, all the good things. So I was actually going to talk about nipples because mm. I sent you that article last week <laughs> speaking about samples. So there was something I wanted to talk about last week, but for the life of me, I couldn't remember. And then it just so happened. Universe was like, here you go. I was watching someone's stories <laughs> and there it was. And did you guys know, fun fact, the best lip color for you matches your nipple? Or did I say that wrong? Your lips are the color of your nipples? And you know what? They're not wrong. I mean, I'm wearing a little bit something on the Actually, that one looked too bad. (laughs) Nice for the summer. So, if you're not out in public right now, or if you are, (laughs) go look at the color of your nip. Look this up. That and I think the... of all my favorite colors. Yeah. Think of all of the colors I wear on my lips. Mm. My faves. Hmm. Now, what they're if... all pretty nipple-like. But how would you <laughs> describe it? Okay, so for example, they're going to be... You whip the titty out at Sephora and okay. you say color match. Yeah, match that shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did I stutter? <laughs> Did I offend you? <laughs> okay, fine. Just look down here. <laughs> Okay, but what if somebody what got okay, go ahead. <laughs> what if somebody doesn't want to do that? How would you describe it? Like can I get Well, a... I think you maybe you would study the nip before you go, or hear me out. You take a picture of the nip, um, you zoom in, you screenshot, and then maybe you get the shade. That's right. Okay, good. That's what I was looking for. Okay. Yeah. I would say I just thought it was really ironic. I was like, yeah, look mm-hmm. at all my favorite lip colors. They're you know, a few different degrees of nipple shades. Yeah. <laughs> and Absolutely. they look the best on me. Absolutely. I remember when I got my breast reduction. <laughs> she talked to me about nips. It was like a Build-A-Bear workshop. You like go in, you sit with the plastic surgeon. She talks about, <laughs> mine was medically covered. So she talks about the reduction size not going too small, pairing your boob with your body type. And then like, I got a lift and all this stuff. So she basically said to me, cause I was, I was bigger than a double D. I had deceivingly large titties. Damn. Yeah. They were huge. And I think I did a good job at, of hiding them. And, um, when we did the surgery, when we did the consult, she's like, I'm only going to take you down to like a D, a small D. She's like, if I go any smaller than a D, 
you're going to think that they're too small on your body frame. And then women who do that usually come back in and be like, I want implants. Right. Smart. Okay, that just, that seems not, doesn't make sense. Reduction implants. Okay, cool. Anyways. So she's like, and we're going to give you a really nice lift. So we're just going to like take off a lot of skin where basically she had to deconstruct my boob. Mm -hmm. So the whole nipple comes off, like the whole nipple comes off. She slices underneath and then, yeah, my scarring is not cute, but my boobs are so much better for me. Anyways, so we had a whole discussion around nips and I was like, the whole nip comes off. She's like, the whole thing. I'm like, interesting. So do I get to pick what nip goes back on? She's like, yeah. I'm like, so you're telling me I can customize my nipples. And you got to like, customize your nipples. How do you do that? Like on a computer? Well, she built them. <laughs> She's like, well, not you don't get to custom. Like I was just so stoked. I'm like, so you're telling me I can pick my nips. I can customize my nips. She's like, to an extent, yes. So I got to choose, like you can choose areola size, you can choose, she's like, I have to make them proportionate, but your whole nipple is like split apart, like where you saw the stitches and stuff in yeah. after, it was pretty gnarly. Um, but it was also terrifying because one of the side effects is that you lose sensation in your nipples forever. Like there's no guarantee, mm-hmm. some girls get it back, some don't. Luckily, I got the sensation back in my nipples. That was my biggest fear, not dying, not complications. <laughs> my biggest fear <laughs> from the surgery. <laughs> if what if I don't feel my nipples anymore? Because my nipples are like a go time button. A hundred percent. Yeah, my nipples. I could touch my own nipples and be ready to run. Like, ooh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when R. Kelly says put the key in the ignition, he's really talking about turning the nips on. <laughs> So that was my biggest concern out of the whole surgery was what if my nips, I, my nips never work. Yeah. Um, also breastfeeding, but really it was just for the sexual yeah. comparison. Anyways, good news is I got the nip sensation back. Weirdly enough, underneath my boob, can't really feel. Like I know I'm touching it, but I can't. Like your actual boobs? Like, yeah, the actual boob underneath like this. I'm going to stand up here. Yeah. Like underneath. Yeah. Can't feel it. Can't feel it at all. Really? Yeah, it's so wild. Like I'm starting to feel like it's coming back a little bit in the left, but can't feel it in the right. Like flicking it, nothing. Yeah. Anyways, so day of surgery comes and I was not stressed. I was so excited about doing this because it was this, I had to go through my GP to get referred to this, to get referred to that. It was like years and years and years. So the surgery day finally comes and Ma comes down from the island and we're in this hospital and the hospital wasn't very nice. I can see why people pay to go private. <laughs> I was just like, hold on. I didn't, I just didn't feel good. Yeah. And um, she comes in. <laughs> well, first the anesthesio- anesthesiologist comes in and he's like, Rebecca, I called you some other name. And I was like, no. He's like, oh, comes back. He's like, Allie. And I'm like, okay, well now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Cause do you have Rebecca's file as Allie's file or what's, what is Rebecca getting? Clear, I'm getting the new nips. Okay. But also what is Rebecca getting? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's Rebecca, Rebecca getting an ass lift light, but what's Rebecca getting? Yeah. She, yeah like I can be both. <laughs> yeah. Rebecca's my new alter ego, depending <laughs> who's asking. Um, and he comes back and he's like, you need anything? I was like, yeah, can I have a Xanax? Like I really just, I'm so stressed. I was so yeah. worked up. Cause then it hits you like you're going under. It's terrifying. And it's not like what they say it is on or what you see it is on like 
Grey's Anatomy, you know? They're like, oh, it's going to be so amazing. And then they put you to sleep. No, you, they wheel you into the surgical room awake and you put your own ass on the table. (laughs) Really? And then you're lying there and they strap you down. No. (laughs) They strap you down and like, here, Allie, here's your team. And it's like, here's your nurse. Here's your doctor. Here's your anesthesiologist. Here's the other nurse. And everyone's hooking up all these things. And now Mm. I'm like... (gasps) Like I was starting to really panic and the anesthesiologist is like, okay, you're going to feel a poke. And he was like, poke out, count to three. And then I was dead. I was out. I could really feel myself trying to fight the the anesthetics. Yeah. Anesthesia. I could really feel my body trying to fight it because it's, I was like, no, 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 stay awake. Like, and then I was just out. Jesus. Um, But skip the most important part of that conversation. (laughs) Mm. doctor comes in surgeon she's like okay big day here we go right I'm like okay she's like we're just gonna go through all your notes we're gonna just talk everything through size this shape that yeah she's like so for the nips i have it here that you want them to be small and real cute <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's right Nancy. that's right that's right that's right <laughs> my girl <laughs> That's how I would want them. Hmm. Mine aren't small. They're not big, but I would want small. If I were to get boobs, then yeah. I probably wanted them smaller and cuter, but she's like, it just wouldn't fit your boob. And I was like, okay, well, I wanted that anyways. Um, So that surgery, I had a reduction and a lift. That surgery was October. That's a year, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, End result, verdict, super happy. Mm Mm-hmm. With the reduction, the lift, underwhelming. Mm. Knowing how much it would have cost for me to pay for that surgery, it's like you know, usually, I think it was like 11 or 12 grand for a reduction and a lift. Now that I've paid and seen how a lift has held out, like I think my boobs sit quite naturally, mm-hmm. but when I was, I mean, you saw when I was out of the surgery, they were just like, Honey, you were showing, you were taking your top off for everybody. Look at my, neck. everybody. look at my boobs. Look at my, everybody. <laughs> Two weeks later, honey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> now that the stitches are out, you guys got to see this. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have fallen for sure a few inches. That much? Yeah. And I'm a little bit disappointed. Having said that, the surgeon did say, she's like, well, we reduced you to a D, like naturally, like I'm, I, like they're big and heavy they can't stay up you know Mm. they would just fall to a very natural looking shape and like girlfriends that have seen it now they're like your boobs just look like natural boobs yeah so I think in my head I just wanted that perky perky fakeness which I guess a lot of you can't really naturally have if you have deep boobs that aren't fake your titties aren't going to stay up there the scarring is not very nice I will admit Having said that, the scarring is definitely my fault because as soon as my body realized it could sleep back on its stomach again, it fucking pancaked right over Yeah, and uh, stretched the scarring on one. And so one of them's kind of wide. So I'm just like, but otherwise. Did I tell you that I got about the time I got my nipple pierced? No. (laughs) Okay. It was October 2018. And I said to myself, I need to sex it up a little bit. Like, I just like... Wanted a change. Ow. Ow? Yeah, there is like, that's some masochist shit right there. I felt like, nothing. 
you didn't feel it. Not a damn thing. Nope. So I was going with my one of my good friends and she had hers done, but then she got implants. Ooh, that's what I want to talk about. Implants. So then she took them out and then she wanted to get them done again after her implants. And so we plan to go together on Halloween and we get there and she's like, yeah, actually, I'm I'm not going to do it anymore. And I was like, all right, well, I'm still going to do it. So I was super nervous because think about it. You've got a needle and it's not a small needle going through your nipple because you oh have God, to, you have it. to have a, like a thick enough barbell to stay and to heal, uh, to heal, to heal the hole and keep it a little bit bigger. And <laughs> And this I'm guy, just thinking of you breastfeeding with 17 streams of milk <laughs> shooting out in your eye, in the baby's eye. Just no, like I, asked, I asked him all these questions. I was like, can I breastfeed? He's like, yes. And I was like, will I lose sensation in my nipple? He's like, maybe just- I didn't say it. you couldn't breastfeed, honey. I just said there are now more exit points for the milk <laughs> to shoot out of. You know how fast the nipple piercing heals? If I take my piercing out for two days, it's done. It's healed. It's, it's healed over. It's crazy. Okay. It's crazy. So I'm laying there and he's like, well, which one do you want done? And I got one boob bigger than the other. And I was like, well. The left one? No. My right one's bigger than my left. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to get the small boob pierced because then it just looks like I'm trying to compensate for something. I have this big tit and this little one with a piercing on it. I'm like, let's just keep favoring the big tit. So I put it on the right side and I was, I didn't, I wasn't going to do both, but now I think I may do both. I may go back and get the other one done. And so I lay down and he's talking me through everything. And this guy, like, I don't know if if you've noticed this with people that either are people that pierce or do tattoos, they don't give, they are not, they have no time to be sympathetic or compassionate because they know that no, if, let's stick it yeah, you and get out. if they break yeah. for a second, you're going to start doubting what you're doing. So he had no time for my bullshit. And trust me, I had a lot of bullshit that night when I was there. Okay. I had a lot of bullshit. I was, and he, he pretty much was just like, it got to the point where he was like, either we do this or we don't. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's fucking do it, man. Like, Jesus Christ. Don't be getting mad at me. I'm just nervous. He goes, okay, ready? One, two, three, boom, puts the needle in. And I was like, pulls it out, puts the barbell in. He goes, okay, you're done. I was like, that's it. He goes, yeah. I'm like, all that for that? He goes, yeah, honey, I Did felt- no, I felt it literally as if you pinch, not even if you pinch, I felt nothing. I'm just picturing him yelling at you with one titty out on the table. <laughs> just take one sleeve out, plop it like your bra still on, just flop the titty out. <laughs> and it's really funny because he's sitting there staring at you and he's like putting all these dots on your tits and like really looking at your tits. And like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I have like little hairs around my boobs. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like I hope there's not like, you can't see those like little hairs, you know, like those little tiny hairs. I'm like, oh my god <laughs> and I was single at the time you know and like oh you know god. what I'm like you're a little bit more like ooh, like you're kind of cute mm -hmm. you know like I had it right and so anyways it was an experience but I did lose sensation in my nipple for a few months but it came back thank god because that's 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 the highway to heaven there you like, squeeze, squeeze my nipples but only the left one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although I did I did say to Evan that if and when I were to have kids, 1000%, I'm going to have two kids. I'm getting my boobs done. What, that is a non-negotiable. I will be getting my boobs done. It's implants happening. or a lift? Implants. I don't know how I feel about implants. 
after your with the lift thing like my i mean i already have i have double i know so i know but i would the thing is is that none of these surgeries are permanent you'd be better off getting a reduction in a lift i think than implants that are going to last you 10 years and then you're not putting a foreign object into your body it's crazy how many women have been experiencing implant illness okay but mamas hear me out as far as i'm concerned your boobs get saggy from someone sucking on them for almost a year so then they're they're saggy it's like why would you then you're just gonna pull it up it's not the shape they remove the skin honey but don't you think that's why it's the shape you need to see the before and afters of my titty your titty will sag it'll go flat at the top that's yeah. why it sags there's skin at the top okay try pinching the skin at the top of your nipple on the top of your boob and pulling your boobs up i can't they just turn like I, I had so much skin at the top yeah. that if I pull, I could pull my boobs up via my skin. And I was like, oh my God, that's how my boobs would sit. That's what the lift was. She removes the skin at the top and lifts the whole titty but you just said it's so underwhelming. Yeah, the lot, like now my boobs look natural, but I don't have a foreign object in mm-hmm. them. I just that's thought fair. people would get a lift and it they just stayed like that forever. That's yeah. that was that was just a misunderstanding on my part. I just assumed that if you get a lift, your boobs just always stay up. And now that I'm reading about it, people are like, no, it's gravity, honey. Can you imagine <laughs> being like 60, 70 years old with these great fake tits? <laughs> Grandma's here. They're not, they're not permanent, right? Don't you have to get them done every like 10 years? So then you have to commit to like getting them out and getting the surgery done again. And then what? Mm. Yeah, I don't know enough details on it, but I will yeah, confirm. But something's happening to the titties. That's fine. Something's for sure happening to the titties. That's fine. You do whatever you need to do. I will support it. Yeah. You know, I don't judge. Do you know (laughs) if you can pick your own nips with fake tits? Or do you get... Uh, No, they don't touch your nipple. They usually go in like a little, um, like there's like a tiny incision that can go into your armpit. Oh, right. And just shove it through the armpit hole. That's right. you can hide it. That's right. Yeah. Well, regardless... Free the nip. <laughs> Free the Free fucking nip for all. <laughs> yeah, I was very interested to see what you guys talk about with your girlfriends. It was, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Not in a bad way, just. There was a lot of poo talk. A lot of poo talk. Um, I, I, for yeah. some reason, um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. Not in alignment. It's not really calling to me no, to talk about that on the show, but we can we can revisit some of the lists. So a lot, like I said, a lot of you talked about asked to talk about boobs, vaginas, periods, sex toys, all the you know classic girl stuff. So I say next week it's on the sex toys. Yeah, I got a story for you. I can tell you about the first one I ever bought, <laughs> and then when I went to the sex vendor, like a big sex expo. Did you ever go to that? No, the one down at the convention center, right. like fetish partner one or something or whatever it's <laughs> yeah. called. <laughs> and then when I was uh, 18 years old and I was dating somebody that was older, <laughs> like nine years older than me or something like that, I was seeing somebody and I went lingerie shopping by myself. <laughs> and then there were just toys. I got, a, I got so many stories. <laughs> uh, like the candy G-string. That's a good one. Oh my god, let's do that before. No, we'll do it next week. Honey told me about a fucking box that's probably hidden at her mom's house somewhere and she's worried that Ma found it. <laughs> we're going to talk 
We're going to talk about that next week. So that's the cliffhangers. Take cliffhanger takeaways mm-hmm. from this week. Where did we start? Before you drop three, four, five hundred dollars on a bottle of perfume, go to Nordstrom, get a sample, see how it wears on you for a week or so. If that means you need to get multiple samples so you can properly make an educated decision, we support this. And don't don't be shy. Don't be shy. The sample bottles are there for you to really test out the product. So, um, you know, be generous with yourself, but don't do it often. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, number three, you can choose your own nips if you get a breast reduction oh. and a breast lift. Okay. Number four, we got to do some more research on the whole implant thing for post babies. Yeah. Anybody has any info, has got it done, anything, then message us because it's it's not like we're too far off. Okay. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I sent you the updates on the hinge profile. Now you know what I'm talking about. Joke, honey. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay, honey. <laughs> the guy looks like a Scottish harpist. He can't. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> All right, honey. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Unfiltered with Ali. Just a friendly reminder that I have new episodes that drop every single week, including some bonus content called Honey Check, co-hosted with my best friend, Jenna Garrell, where we catch up for some classic girl talk. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the show. And of course, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only do I love hearing what you guys think of the episodes, but it helps support the show so much. Lastly, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram at at unfiltered with Ali. You'll be able to access a ton of extra content from each of the episodes, slide into my DMs, and you can find the link for my free online Facebook community. This is designed for inspiring badass women all around the world. I can't wait to chat with you next week. Bye.